This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. Good to hear your sound. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Uh, can I ask a prayer request for myself with this? I've got the tingling and the hurting in my back again this morning. Can you, can you pray for me that it will stop? Yes. It will stop hurting? Yes, we will definitely be praying for healing for continued prayer for healing for your back. It's also going down my left leg. Okay. It's hard yeah. for me to walk. Okay, Susan. We love you. And yes, thank I will be praying for you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Happy Wednesday, Valacita, Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Wednesday. And you have a great day. And Susie, we're praying for you. God bless. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, and good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, Sister Lisa. Thank you. Good morning. It's kind, Kim. Happy Wednesday. Blessings. I love each of you. Thank you so much. Good morning, kind, Kim. We love you, too. Good morning. It's Leomia. Happy Wednesday. Love you. Love you, Mother Leomia. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Miss Diane. This is the day that the Lord has made. Happy Wednesday, y'all. Sorry, Miss Diane. Go ahead. (laughs) I just want you guys to lift my family up today. They uh, pulled the plug on my nephew last night. Okay. I'm so sorry. Diane. And yes, we will be praying for you and your family. Thank you. Yes. Going on mute. Yes. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, beautiful people. This is Ruth. Good morning, Ruth. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. And good morning, morning, Rochelle. I didn't get a chance. I didn't say good morning to you, so good morning, Rochelle. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Declare Victory. 
Good morning. It's Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday to you as well. God bless you. Thank you so much. Good morning. It's beloved Barb. God bless everyone this Wednesday morning. Good morning, beloved Barb. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valosita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valosita. Christina Joy. Good morning, Christina Joy. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Felicita. This is Sister Stephanie. Happy, wonderful Wednesday to you and each person on the call. Oh, thank you, Sister Stephanie. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to call in and join us throughout the month of January. Our monthly theme is Seed Time and Harvest. The declares will focus on fertile ground as that is where we get all of our nurturance as we are journeying through this Christian life. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declare victory, or through Cash App at dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have a couple of written prayer requests as well as spoken. So the first two written requests are, one is from Asha, she is asking for prayer for Noni Carter for strength and guidance. Again, that's Noni Carter for strength and guidance. 
Then Brianna is requesting prayer for revelation and guidance regarding a situation with her mom. So that's revelation and guidance regarding a situation with her mom. Then we have spoken with prayer requests from Susie. She's asking for her uh, healing for her back. She's experiencing some painful tingling going down her left leg. And then Diane is asking for prayer for her family. She and her family, her nephew just passed away. So we're going to be praying for comfort and peace for them and healing during this time. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration will be brought brought by Raven, then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration will be brought by Raven, and then closing comments will be hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is found in Matthew chapter 13, verse 23. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Tanya. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Valacita and everyone. Um, I want to make sure you can hear me okay, Valacita? Yes, I can. Okay, okay, thank you. So um, I just want to remind everybody just before we get started, if you would um, check your phones one more time as we are um, preparing our hearts and our minds to pray this morning, you could go ahead and just check your phone. And um, for those that are going to be moving around every now and then, if you could glance down just to make sure that you've not accidentally hit the um, hit the button to take yourself off mute. Amen. I hear a little bit of background noise. Somebody is shuffling right now. Um, you, I need you to mute your phone, please. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And um, so that you are not thrown off, um, uh, there is going to be a time of silence uh, during the prayer. I'll call for it when, so that we can hear from the Lord. So, Father, we just uh, thank you this morning for another opportunity to come before your presence, come before you with um, boldness but humility. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that opportunity. And we want to ask first, Father, that if there is anything that we've done knowingly, unknowingly, or anything we omitted to do, or willfully did, we repent. We ask you to forgive us and we repent so that we do not find ourselves in that situation again. We humbly ask, God, that you would uh, forgive us for whatever that is. In the name of Jesus, we bless you and we thank you, God. Lord, we lift up those who um, submitted prayer requests this morning I, I even uh, lift up those who did not. They spoke it in their heart or they spoke it to you, whatever that request is. I want to lift those individuals up. You tell, told us that we should make known our, our deeds and we should make known our requests. 
And so this morning we lift up Asha, who is um, has called out uh, her friend, our relative Noni Carter, who is, is seeking strength and guidance. And we know that your word tells us in James that if any man lack wisdom and can ask you, who gives freely, does not withhold from us. But when we do ask you for something, you charge us not to doubt you because a a, an un, a doubtful man is like the wave uh, of the sea. They go back and forth, back and forth, and you won't do anything for anybody that that doubts you because to doubt you is to sin. So we thank you in advance for what you're doing for Noni, for the strength that you're giving her. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that your word also says the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we thank you, God, for strengthening her. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that she allows you to be a light to her path and a, a lamp into her feet as she makes decisions and she moves around. We lift up Brianna, who is asking for revelation and guidance, the same thing for her, God. Your word tells us that um, you will reveal the mysteries, your mysteries that were created at the foundations of the earth, before the foundation of the earth. You will reveal them to your children. So I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would reveal uh, to uh, Brianna how that she can uh, be a minister to her mom, how she can be an assistance to her mom, whatever is going on that she needs the revelation and the guidance for. And as we prayed for Asha and, and prayed for um, uh, uh, Brianna, um, anybody who is in a similar situation on the line, the same goes for them. We lift up Susie God, who is um, yet in pain um, with regards to her back and um, the tingling sensation that she's feeling. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you touch Susie's mind, that you touch because the mind brings back, it remembers points of pain and it, um, and the, those points, the neurons and the protons and the other, um, the other uh, functions of the brain that constantly help us to remember pain, points of pain. Um, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you go to that area in her mind, Lord Jesus, and that you help her, Lord God, and that you allow it to dissipate, that um, you um, help her to the mind to begin to regenerate new thoughts and new memories so it doesn't constantly remember the pain. And then for Susie's heart, God, I ask that you would touch her heart, that you would touch her spirit, Lord Jesus, that you would touch her soul, Father, so that she can be delivered from the consistent pain that she's in. And anybody else that is experiencing pain, your word tells us that you went to the cross. When you went to the cross, you went bearing all of our sicknesses and our diseases. It's our responsibility to believe you and to trust you and to pray for ourselves. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for Diane, um, who lifted up her uh, family, who experienced the loss of her nephew. I, I ask God that there would be peace among the family and that you would give them the capacity uh, and the resources that are necessary to lay uh, her nephew uh, to rest this morning. I thank you, Lord Jesus, uh, come against the spirit of division. And I pray, God, that in addition to your peace, that you would comfort them, Holy Spirit, because that's what you are um, assigned to do. One of the things that you're assigned to do is to comfort your people. And this is a time when we need your comfort, Lord. Thank you, God, that the family will come together and that they will um, that they will work together and that they will be unified during this um, uh, very trying time, Lord God, and that every resource, again, that is necessary, you will provide. Father, I pray for our leaders. 
at the highest level in government, in corporations, and even within the church. I come against the accusatory and a rivalry spirit of hatred and greed and perversion and entitlement, Father. And I thank you, God, that you give them the mind to do the work that they were appointed for, that you would give them the mind uh, to do the things that are necessary to help their businesses and the country and their and the church to grow as opposed to creating a further divide. Um, I come against the spirit of racism um, that has been um, that has been showing its ugly head over these past few months. Lord Jesus, I pray in advance of any attacks that um, these individuals that are being led by the spirit of, of uh, hatred and racism, that Lord Jesus, that that you we come against them, and that we pray God that the um, the weapons, not necessarily the physical weapons, but the spiritual weapons that they that they have beginning to put together, that those plans that they are putting together, Lord Jesus, that they are they are um, defeated in advance, Father, that that they those plans are reversed, and everything that they're trying to do against everybody else will be done to them in the name of Jesus. I lift up those individuals that. Um, who are in, uh, going back to those individuals that are in control of certain areas. There are people everywhere. There are people of God everywhere. I thank you for giving those individuals the holy boldness, the capacity, the tenacity um, to be able to speak the truth, to be able to be effective witnesses in the areas that they're in. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you give them um, the ideas and give them the, the plans that will be helpful in bringing about the, the the reverse of what their leaders or leaders are trying to do that is against the will of the, against your will and it also is detrimental to the people to the masses father i thank you for those individuals that stand up i thank you for giving them for protecting them and giving them a mind to continue to work for you and do those things that you've de declared over their lives so that they can live out their purpose Lord God, I lift up our children, those that are preparing to go to school, those that may be in school already because of the different time zones. I pray, God, that you will protect our children, even if they're in daycare, that you will protect them as they are with those that have charge over them. Lord God, I thank you for keeping them safe from violence that is internal and violence that is external, people that might be plotting to bring guns to school, whether they're students or whether they're individuals outside of the school. I praise you and thank you, Lord God, for giving our leaders, school leaders, uh, academic leaders, um, ideas as to how, what they can do to protect our children while they are in their care. Lord God, most of all, there are leaders that are within the school that love you. I pray, God, that you would give them the mind to continue not if they're not that they will continue that they will begin to pray and if they are praying they will continue to pray God and that you will give them specifically what to pray for even God while they're there as they're going from one location to the other God that they begin to whisper a prayer and if they have the opportunity to do so to pray out loud and pray for your protection as they enter the school, as they ex exit the school and while they're there. Lord Jesus, we thank you, God, that we have the opportunity to come before you and to bring these things before you. Lord Jesus, your word tells us that there will be wars and rumors of wars. And so, Father, any plans that might be uh, taking place right now, 
any of individuals and not just here in America, but in other countries, God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that those plans will be thwarted, that those plans will not be able to come to fruition. And Lord, Lord God, for those that like oh, that are in, over in the Ukraine and other areas where there are wars, I pray that you will protect your children in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I come against the spirit of famine and recession, other things that are designed to affect us and impact us. We know what your word says, but I pray, I pray this morning that for everything that your word says will happen, that you will cover your children, that you will protect us, that you will provide for us, and that you will help us to remember that you are always in control of any and every situation that occurs. So, Father, we bless you this morning. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for this uh, theme that we have this month, seed, time, and harvest. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for every declaration that has gone before us, every declaration we've heard. We thank you for the declarations that will that will come. Lord God, we pray for Raven. We stand in the gap for her this morning as she prepares to give the bread of life. Father, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, I declare that every thought that might try to come up, hallelujah, every doubt that might try to enter her mind, we cast it down now, we cast down every imagination and every thought that exalts itself against the spirit and the knowledge of Christ, we cast it down now in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for your anointing that begins to fall on her, and it begins to fall on your people. Thank you that you anoint our ears so that we can hear the truth. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you anoint our minds so that we can begin to see the mysteries as they are ananakasia, as they are unveiled. Elano debate is ticket unama hatu sreba nangia tosa. Ah, ya kandoguda sa. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amanaman yuko, for you are great. You are high and you are lifted up. Akasinanaya, ratunirida sara. Thank you for peace. Abasteranonga. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for peace. Yesunanadiata. Thank you that you've equipped us every single time that we feel sad, every single time that we feel overwhelmed, every single time that we feel weak. We thank you that you've equipped us. Amamusetaradia. We can activate joy at any moment. I'm not talking about being happy, I'm talking about joy, joy unspeakable and full of glory. I thank you that the joy of the Lord is is our strength according to your word. I thank you that we don't have to fear being weak because your word tells us, hallelujah, when we are weak, you are strong. You give us the strength that is necessary for us to continue and to move on. So as we begin to take our phones off of mute and we begin to use our heavenly language so that we can connect with you forever. Hallelujah. We thank you for the spirit of joy. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah for the spirit of liberty. Hallelujah. No sad stories this morning. Hallelujah. 
So, Father, we thank you for the word that you've given to those that were obedient and sat in silence and just listened. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for whatever instructions that you've given, that you give us the heart and the mind and the, and the will to be obedient to your instructions. We don't second-guess them. We act based upon what you've told us because your sheep know your voice. Strangers' voice, they will not answer. So, God, as we prepare to pass the call to Raven, I ask, God, that you would help us to remember to be careful as we are moving around, getting ready for the day, that you would help us to remember to keep our phones muted. And, Lord Jesus, as we move out in the marketplace today, that you would help us to be a light to a dark, dying world. 
that you would help us to remember that we represent you wherever we go, if we're driving in our cars, if we are entering into a, a, a business establishment or an office, that we are your ambassadors, that we must be cognizant of how we speak, our, whether it's our body language or verbally, that, that we, are, we are careful. Hallelujah, that we are careful as your representative. We thank you and praise you for this opportunity and for the word of God that is going forth this morning. In Jesus' name, thank God, amen. Raven, the call is in your hands. Thank you, T.T. Can you hear me good? I hear you perfectly, sweetie. Okay, good. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So we're going to jump right in. I know our theme is seed time and harvest. Um, I'm actually going to um, declare something that is deeply connected, and I'm using the word deeply connected or the statement deeply connected because it really is. Um, my topic is going to be rooted. Um, I know we're talking about seeds and harvest and, um, you know, we plant our seeds, but we want to talk about um, something that is very um, vital and important when it comes to what we plant, um, what we sow, and what we harvest, but the roots of those things um, in which we, we, we plant and our expectations and the outcome is all connected to a root. Um, and so I want to talk about rooting. And so roots represent firmness. Um, it represents a foundation or permanency. They provide an anchor uh, that's needed to keep what was planted in place. Um, I'm going somewhere with all of this. So what many people don't know is that they uh, or roots are the lifeline of a plant, um, taking up air, water, nutrients, and all those things from the soil, and then it moves it up into the leaves where they can interact with sunlight to produce sugars, flavors, and energy for the plant, okay? So the health of the root really is what determines the future um, or the trajectory or um, the potential of the thing that has been sown, the seed that has been sown, planted, um, whatever it is that we're looking forward to, the roots matter. They have a responsibility. So um, I'm going to um, come from two short verses. Uh, in the ESV version, it's going to be Jeremiah 17, 7 and verses 7 and 8. I mean, it says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord, and whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when he comes, for its leaves remain green, and it is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Amen. So, Often we talk about the importance of planting the seeds that grow. Um, however, I like to explore the idea that roots are just as important as seeds are to the sower. Okay, roots are just important to a plant, to a tree, to anything that we are putting under the ground with an expectation that they're going to grow. The roots are just as valuable and they're just as important as seeds are to that which is being sown. So, yeah, the roots are valuable and they have a huge role when it comes to plants but consider the health of the roots as well. So we're going to talk about the roots, and we're going to talk about the health of the, health of the roots, because the health of the roots is also just as important as the root itself. So keeping the roots healthy is essential to normal growth of a plant or a tree, anything that we're planting. Throughout this um, lesson, I'm, I'm going to 
probably interchange plant and tree because they they're a tree is a form of a plant. Um, so I will use the word tree pretty frequently. So in other words, you want good results in life, then you've got to understand the strength of your grip and what you hold on to determines the quality of your results. The quality of what you produce, the quality of the outcome. And so we have so much more control than we think. Many of us see one thing going wrong in life and we give up immediately without investigating its salvageability. You see one withered leaf and crying, the end is near, and, you know, woe is me. You start packing up to run away from the first sign of struggle or difficulty. But good, healthy roots are not shaken by one little brown leaf. Let that little leaf go and then just fix the root, right? Um, so holding on to things and people that you've outgrown, people and things that no longer serve its purpose in your life, people and things that no longer have signs of life, those that have swallowed up every drop of water you've provided and never said thank you, those are killing you, and they're killing what you've worked hard to build and sustain. So let me, um, let me break this down, that unhealthy roots are defined as root rot. Okay, there's a term for unhealthy roots. I had no idea when I was studying. I was like, wow, that's like a real thing, root rot. Okay, so signs of root rot are that the plants grow slowly, um, the stems are mushy and wilting, and the leaves are yellow and deformed. And I believe we've all encountered a tree um, or a plant that has had root rot, even if it has been in your home and you're somebody who is a plant mom or a plant dad and you have plant babies. I know this is like a term for those of us who are not millennials or not familiar. These are real terms. People are called plant moms, plant dads, they have plant babies. And um, something even funnier, I'm going to deviate a little bit, something even funnier is that I saw on Instagram where um, people are identifying their plants as black. Like, this plant knows it's black because um, I might give it water a little late or I'll be like, stop playing with me. I'm going to give you some water. Just quit. You know, like, it's so funny how they, <laughs> how they address it. But um, because we're human, we also have to consider that we don't always build well, okay? We don't always attach to things that are prosperous. We sometimes find ourselves connected to the wrong people, the wrong ideas, the wrong thoughts, the wrong places, the wrong things, the wrong everything sometimes. And these are what we can consider unhealthy roots. We spend time not considering what God says about us and not considering what God says about our future, who we are, what we should be doing, who sh we should be connecting to. Um, but we all experience some sort of root rot in life, be it self-inflicted or just being connected to those wrong things as I listed. So oftentimes people spend time fronting and pretending to be something they're not. We've all seen that occur. We've all been there. And if you're going to be honest, you've done it at some point, you know. Um, I know growing up in school, there's always, you know, boys who were attracted to, to, the, to the girls in the classroom, and they would say little things that weren't necessarily the truth, but to get the girl to like them and to get the girl to, you know, want to be with them. Oh, he's cute. He said his daddy got a Lexus. Okay, well, what up? Then you find out the, the boy's mom drives a, um, a Pinto, and then you're like, wait, he lied. He was fronting. Ain't no future in your fronting. That's what he used to say. So we all experience fronting and pretending in life. Um, but truth be told, you can only fake for so long. In fact, you might be able to fake a seed, but you cannot fake roots. There's a process. There's a process. There's a process to, um, to develop. There's a process to become all the things that God has created you to be, but we cannot uh, find ourselves safe in pretending and faking and fronting and doing these things that God didn't design us to do. 
Um, so the roots will tell our entire business. Like eventually who you are will truly show up. And to be honest, everybody isn't as easily as deceivable as we think. A lot of people see right through all the smoke and mirrors. Like if you got discernment, I'm sorry. I feel bad for people who don't, you know, um, <laughs> if you don't have no discernment and you got people just throwing stuff at you and you're just taking these things as they come, pity you, right? So that's why it's vital to really check your heart. That's our root. The word tells us that's where the core issues of us flow from. They flow from our heart. So when your heart's not right, it affects everything you have to offer. And if you're not careful to correct that dysfunction, you'll bring some other people down with you. And over the years, I've witnessed uh, people with bad motives and shady foundations, and be, they'd be so bad off that they tear down good people around them. And so many times, the person with the bad motive catches the most heat. We've seen it so many times. However, people forget to hold the good person accountable. And I'm putting good, good person in um, air quotes, if you would. Well, unfortunately, being good isn't enough. Okay, being good doesn't protect you. Being rooted protects you. The roots build a fortress around the base of where your help comes from. And I hope y'all are following me because I'm going somewhere very important. If you think about the basic structure of a tree, right? You have roots, you have a trunk, you have branches, you have twigs, and you have leaves, right? If a tree is a healthy tree, um, as it matures, the roots grow deeper and they grow stronger. They become harder to manipulate. Okay, I'm going somewhere. And at some point, only a dummy would try to dig up roots of a mature tree because they realize it's a waste of time. Those roots are too deep. The foundation is too strong. The structure is so supported that it has the ability to influence the others around it. Okay, so this is really what God wants from us, to be so secure in him, so rooted, so firm, so solid, so unshakable, so unmovable that anybody coming along not helping you grow would just quit. Anybody coming to constantly withdraw but not offering any deposits, they'll eventually realize it's time and energy wasted because you're not shaking, right? It's like, you know, you can, you can pull on me all you want to. You know, you can, you can do this, you can do that, but I'm unmoved, right? I'm unbothered. That's the word that we like to use these days. I'm unbothered. Like, I'm not worried about you. That's, that's, you're not going to pit me. Okay, so as you strengthen, um, uh, require people to come up to your level. Sure, you can reach down to pull them up, but when you're rooted and you reach down, they can't pull you down. They're forced to rise. They're forced to elevate. They're forced to come up. They're forced to um, just rise. And that's what, that's what God wants us to do anytime. Anytime we're at a level that's higher than those who are beneath us, it's our objective and our responsibility to reach down and pull somebody up. There's no reason for us to. Um, you know, look down on them, right? Just pull people up. So being good isn't easy, right? Doing good, good, doing good is also not easy. And so we have to check our heart. We have to make sure it's empty of anything that could corrupt or openly invite things and people in that are not conducive to our future. And we got to be honest, when things aren't the way they should be on our end, you know, we don't always have it together. We always hold other people to a standard, but sometimes we don't hold our own self to that same standard. And that's that's not conducive to having healthy roots. Self-reflection and observation can actually save us from a whirlwind of trouble, a whirlwind of self-sabotage. And the good thing is this journey wasn't really built for us to travel alone. Um, it definitely requires trusting God and having some other strong-rooted people around us to support, encourage, and to be honest with us when we're being stupid. 
Otherwise, we can easily slip into those misconceptions that float so freely around us, like the statement, fake it till you make it. I cannot stand this statement. I know it's often used in our community and our culture. You got to fake it till you make it. Well, I can't afford um, a real Gucci, so I'm going to buy me a knockoff one until I can afford a real one. At we don't do that. And I'm going to tell you why. There's a lot of people that really stand on this, this method, and I'm going to tell you why it doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm sorry, but I believe it is some of the worst advice I've ever heard in my life. And I'll tell you why. Because basically, if you've, if you've never made it, if you've never, if you never make it, then essentially what you're really doing is just living as an example of lie till you die. Okay, I know that kind of stings. I know it hurts. But lie till you die essentially is the same as fake it till you make it. Boom. And we got to really stop perpetuating behavior that promotes false advertisement. And then we wonder why we aren't being taken seriously or people don't trust us, right? Or our little life is never just progressing. The concepts that um, we feed into these poor concepts, um, they, they sabot- they're sabotaging us and they're taking away um, the future of what God wants for us. These concepts are dream shattering and they do far more damage than they do good. And so we can't fake a foundation and rise to good, clean, record-breaking success. We just can't. And then when life happens, we're afraid to face reality because we spent so much time fronting and pretending. So fake it till you make it. If, 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 if you find somebody close to you, or if this might be a statement that you use frequently, just act it out. Like you can find something else to do. Like you don't have to, you don't have to go buy fake bags to prove, um, to, to appear to have a certain status. Just wait till you can afford it. I mean, it's so simple. Wait till you can afford it. And it doesn't always have to be um, materialistic things. But, you know, you don't have to agree with people just to fit in. That's another thing that is a, that is a reflection of what I'm, what I'm talking about when I say fronting. Like, we will, it's one thing to be a chameleon and to blend in in certain spaces as needed um, in order to understand and gain knowledge. Um, and information about different cultures and things like that, right? You know, when in Rome, you do as the Romans do. That's a different thing, right? This that I'm talking about is clearly putting on. It's you um, pretending to be something you are not, pretending to have something you don't have. And so that's not what God expects of us, which to me obviously is a clear indication that people that do this, the roots are unhealthy, and it's time to develop new ones. Well, how do we do this? We uproot, get rid of all the old and ugly habits, all the old and ugly ideas um, that have stunted our growth, and we got to find new things to build and new things to grow, whether it's dump that dummy, get that divorce, quit that job, leave that church, put some kids out, whatever you got to do to ensure new and healthy roots. And let me be very clear, I'm not encouraging you to do these things to avoid responsibility. That's not what I'm saying at all. My point is to show you the you understanding the value in your roots taking you seriously, taking your time seriously, taking what you have to offer seriously and not allowing other people to pull you down into their spaces where you don't belong, right? Don't allow people to pull you into their pit. And so sometimes we stay in unhealthy places because of comfort. We disregard our lack of production, right? We might even blame it on something completely unrelated, but actually if we examine our hearts, our situations will make much more sense. So if you're allowing these things to take place in your life, it's because you're allowing it, right? We can't blame everybody else for our problems. We also can't blame everybody else for how we allow them to treat us and how they handle us. You control that to a certain degree, right? I'm not putting up with this. I'm not tolerating this. 
this, this is where I draw the line. This is a boundary because this is not helping me to produce healthy roots. Really what it's doing is pulling me down. It's anchoring me to something that I, won't have, I don't want to have anything to do with. But what does that require? It requires some deep self-reflection, some soul searching, some time away with God so that he can help you pull up what doesn't have his blessing and try again this time with him. Like what you did the first time probably didn't work because you didn't seek ye first the kingdom of God, okay? And so that doesn't mean that when I'm with God, I don't have any trouble. When I'm with God, I don't have any poor experiences. When I'm with God, I may not face um, the attempt to um, attach myself to things that hurt or things that are uncomfortable. Um, but what, what I'd like to help you to understand is, is that trauma bonding does exist. And where does that come from? Bad roots, right? And it's not, I, I know a lot of times people identify trauma and trauma bonding with the seed sown. It's not always about the seed. Sometimes it's about the root. Um, we can't control, we can control what we plant. We cannot control the root. What we can do to gain an upper hand over the root is let's pull the root up and then we can, we can try again, right? And so we have a responsibility for our production. If your life isn't producing vision, if it's not producing a harvest, if it's not producing healthy fruit, then it might be time to reevaluate the health of those roots. Are you rooted in the Father? Are you being fed properly? Are you being proactive in your sacrifice? The seed planet don't determine the longevity and the plant's quality of life, but the health of the roots do determine the plant's longevity and the quality of life. Okay? So God desires that we really be like the tree in this verse that I read above um, that, that has the roots connected to a constant source of fresh water. God's our source. Right? He's our source of fresh water. Um, and if, as long as we're connected to him, then we don't have to worry about a drought. Right? We don't ever have to worry about being watered. We don't have to, have to worry about uh, root rot, leaves wilting, withering, deforming, and changing colors because we're connected to the source. It's healthy because its foundation replenishes it. What is your foundation? What is your root? I'm going to build my foundation on God, period. Right? And the moment I feel like, ah, something ain't right, it's probably because I, I stepped away from my foundation, right? I kind of moved away a little bit, and I need to get back to what I know. And so the metaphor for the tree in this, um, in this verse really speaks to our potential of constant greatness, um, constant growing and production happening through us. But we've got to be properly rooted, right? And I know we don't always want to check the health of the roots because it's uncomfortable, it's vulnerable, and it causes us to really have to examine where we, what we did wrong or how we could have did things better. Um, and if, in fact, we need to cut some people off, right? Sometimes we don't even notice the leaves wilting because we're too busy focused on how many leaves are falling. And then when we have healthy roots, it doesn't matter who walks away from us or who abandons us because what we do know is we have what it takes to produce a more suitable version of what we need, period. Being a good tree with healthy roots is a lonely road. It's a lonely road until we one day look around and see how many other trees have been planted, period. However, what we have to also understand is that not every tree is built to last, only those with a good foundation. So it's up to us to connect to the other trees and the other people around us who have a good foundation. Those we know are rooted in doing the same things that we're doing, moving in the same direction that we're moving in, trying to achieve the same successes that we are at least at the same, and it may not be at the same rate, right? Because trees, 
every tree is not the same size. Every tree doesn't have the same context. Every tree is not producing the same fruit, right? But one tree you might have producing an apple. You have me may have another tree producing um, an orange. But what can we all agree is that they're producing, right? And they're producing healthy fruit. So we all have to face some difficulties in life. Um, unfortunately, it's part of life, some drought, some tough and hard times, experiences that we can't always comprehend the purpose of, but the tree uh, weathers them. It stands firm in a drought. It never runs dry. No matter the windstorm that it's experiencing, the branches might bend, the leaves might wave, but nothing breaks, nothing missing, and nothing broken. The roots sustain the foundation that anchors the tree in place. It's safe. It's unmovable. It's always abounding in the work of the Lord. That is the identity that we want to take on in life. But the higher the tree goes up, the deeper the, the deeper it gets. The roots become stronger. So sometimes so strong that if you walk down the street, I know we've all seen this before, we can see the roots of a tree bulging from under concrete. And I've seen it so bad where um, the tree's roots might be breaking up the concrete that was built on top of it. All the ground just kind of cracking. Um, and it happens over time. And the tree actually might be across the street, which is the crazy part. Roots are so amazing that they travel, and they just grow deeper and deeper. And sometimes they can be a little bit out of control. So it, it's very important that not only um, that we're considering what we're rooted in and the health of our roots, but the health of our roots is also a determining factor about how wild we allow them to grow, right? There's, Sometimes you have to do a little grooming in order to make, maintain a healthy status. It's like a haircut, right? Yeah, it's great that your hair is growing and it's healthy and it's long, but you got to get your hair trimmed some, from time to time. Otherwise, your hair is going to be stiff and you're going to have frayed ends at the bottom of your hair. And you got some people that are so dedicated to having a certain length of hair that they refuse to, to cut them dead ends off. And it's so annoying. Like your hair stiff. I know you see that. I know you, and it don't even touch the back of your neck no more. It just, it's just standing out like a cape from behind you because you need to cut your, your ends off. That's how roots are. You know, we have to be considerate of once we get to a certain point, okay, even though this, this relationship was beneficial for me at one time, now it's not. So I'm going to have to do some, some, some bending. And how am I going to bend? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a decision that this doesn't work for me anymore and that this is causing my roots to grow in a direction that I hadn't anticipated or in a direction that God isn't calling me to. So what I'm going to have to do is disassociate myself from this. And I can do that in a healthy way. I don't have to, um, you know, we don't have to, to have a, a, a disagreement in order for us to, you know, disbar. Like it literally could be a mutual agreement. Well, it's just not working out. Um, my roots are growing differently than yours now. So, you know, let's do something different. So, Really, that's the kind of roots that I want. I want roots that boldly disrupt things, boldly disrupt situations, people, ideas, anything that was sent or meant to destroy my potential, things that were designed to restrict my success, heavy things that were placed on top of me like concrete with the assumption that I wouldn't break through and break free. That's the kind of life we all deserve. That's the kind of life we were built to have. We've always got to have the mentality of breaking through and breaking free. And if we decide that, hey, look, I'm going to stand firm on my trust in God, right? That's where, I'm, that's where my root lies. I'm going to grab a hold on what God says that I am, who God says that I am, who God says I can be, and who God says that I should be, right? The pressure, 
people-pleasing, broken relationships, bad habits, bad careers, job loss, death of a loved one, anxiety, you know, depression, all these dramatic life changes and all these things that we experience and don't always understand why. But the difference in us and a few other trees and a few other people around us is that um, they may no longer have the ability to produce. We, on the other hand, are planted by the rivers of water. And if you're not, you should be, right? And so in order for us to have good success in life, in order for us to um, achieve a certain level of greatness and to get to a place of prosperity and enrich, and a, a life full of enriched um, experiences and um, things that, that enhance us and help us to grow and to build and to just be all things good and all things great in God, we have to remember what we're rooted in, right? And we want to have healthy roots. And so I'm reminded of a passage of scripture in Romans 8, 35 through 39. It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger um, or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. I'm sure that neither death nor life nor angels or rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So really at, at the end of the day, God loves us stronger than any storm that comes to attempt to destroy everything we've worked hard to accomplish, anything that we've built, all the things that we've created, any idea, any imagination that we've that we've that God has put into our minds that He's um, assigned to us to grow and build every vision, every um, desired accomplishment. We can't let these things uh, and people and pressure and things swallow us and choke our roots. We have to be rooted in God. We have to determine that. Look, I'm going to be rooted in Christ. I'm going to make sure my roots are healthy. Anything that is um, anything that's causing my leaves to turn brown, I got to get rid of it. I'm going to cut the little brown leaf off. Whoever that person is, whatever that thing is, or whatever that situation is that is draining me, because what it is is it's taking from me, but it's not returning anything back to me. Anything that is constantly withdrawing, anything that is constantly not making any deposits, it's not worth my time. It's not worth my life. Everything that I build and everything that I would create, I'm going to protect it. And so the only way that I can protect it is if I um, is if I am like the tree planted by the rivers of water. I am connected to the source, a constant source. No matter what's happening around me, those things don't affect me. I don't care if it's a drought. I don't care, you know, if it's a, a, a great tsunami. I'm still here, right? Nothing is going to shake me. Nothing's going to phase me. But the only way to defeat the things that come is to be rooted. I have to build a firm foundation of trust in the Lord. And so I have to intrude, choose to embrace those healthy roots. I have to disregard and I have to um, cut off the things that are not benefiting me. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Even if, like I said earlier, it, it could be your own child. I'm not saying go off and cut your, cut your kids off for no reason, but sometimes you have to create healthy boundaries and say, look, you know, every time I talk to you, you ask me for something. You don't even ask me how I'm doing. How about you send me $20 every now and then? Quit asking for all my money. You know, like... <laughs> And it may not be a child. It may be a sibling. It may be a friend. It may be a boyfriend. Somebody who found that you have such a giving spirit about you and you're constantly, um, you know, just pursuing life at a great, um, at, at great progress um, that they feel like they can attach themselves to you and they become leeches. 
Well, you can control how many people reach on to you. We can. It's up to us. What do we see? If I see that this is not working for me, I'm going to leave. I'm going to walk away from it, whatever it is. It's not benefiting me. If God didn't call me to that space, there's no reason why I should be dwelling there. I'm going to make sure that I am rooted in God. I'm going to make sure that everything that I grab a hold onto is what God sent into my life, not something that I've developed on my own, not unhealthy roots that are draining me, that are causing me to attach to other roots from other people. That's that trauma bonding, right? Y'all just holding hands through every um, bad situation but don't have nothing good to talk about. Everything is, yeah, I went through that too. We the same. Yeah, but why is always got to be the negative stuff? Why y'all can't talk about how y'all connected on on good things and positive notes, your goals, your aspirations, your dreams, those should be at the helm of your discussions, at the helm of your connections, not these things that happened in the past um, and the things that you already identified tore you down. That's not where we want to be. So as we pro- as we progress throughout the day and throughout the year, I want us to consider a few things, and these don't have to be things that you answer out loud, but things that you consider in your private time if you're a journaler or if you just have things that you need to bring to God in prayer about um, your roots and the things, like where things come from in your life. Um, I want you to consider these three things. What are you rooted in? What are your roots attached to? And what in your life do you need to uproot and replace? Okay, that could be bad habits. It could be relationships. Any of these, it could be a, a, a myriad of things. It doesn't, there's no specific category. There's no specific um, lineage. But this is an opportunity for us to investigate and identify and self-reflect and self-identify um, how we can improve and how we can grow. Make this be a part of your vision board. You know, if you're, if you're a person that likes to design vision boards at the new year or you're a person that likes to commit to the gym the first 30 days of January and then nobody else sees you in March and y'all in them people way. <laughs> find out why do I keep going to the gym and giving up what is the root right what am I rooted in am I rooted in um a new year's eve resolution or am I rooted in really trying to get healthy that's really a question because that will help you to decide and determine why you at the gym because if you're going to just be in them people way just go home boo just go home I'm one of them people I'm not even going to the gym because I know look I'm gonna be there for five days and the day that I wake up too late Oh, that's an excuse for me to stay home. So what I decided to do was buy me an under-the-desk treadmill, um, order order an under-the-desk treadmill, and I can do all my working out at home. Because if it rains, that's a fair excuse for me not to go outside. <laughs> so um, I'm going to close out with a word of prayer, and then we are going to open up our love, life, and victory. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to present um, just a striking word, um, nothing too shabby, nothing too nothing too expressive, but something that really just helps us to identify our roots. Father, we thank you that you are giving us the strength to detach from anything that is not like you. Um, Those things, the roots in us that are unhealthy, um, we thank you for the, the permission that you've given us to cut off things, people, situations, and experiences in our life that are not beneficial to where you are taking us. And so we grab a hold on to the things that would help to drive us forward. And we ask that you would help us to remember um, our roots are in you. And as we remain, or if we're not yet there, that we would find ourselves to be like the tree planted by the rivers of water, where we have a constant source of, 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 of water and replenishing and refreshing. And come what may, 
um, we would be focused on being rooted in you and that you are our source and we're connected connected to you. doesn't matter if, if we're experiencing a drought. doesn't matter if we're experiencing loss. Everything that we experience, we can stand strong, stand firm, stand and unmovable and always abounding in your work, God, regardless of what we experience, what we face, um, who's come to uh, attempt a, a character assassination against us. Help us to remember that we are founded in you, God. Everything that we have is in you. Everything that we need is in you. And that if we connect to you as our source, um, then you will provide the resources that we need to reestablish ourselves if we find ourselves needing to uproot. And so, we, Father, we just love you, praise you, and thank you for this call today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm going to open up the call to um, the gentlemen first. Um, and anybody who has not said good morning, we're going to start with the guys first because, you know, ladies, we can talk, 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 talk. So if there's any guy on the line who would like to just say good morning um, or to give feedback about the share or you just want to just kind of stretch a little bit on the call, that's fine. We want to open the call up to you guys first, and then we'll allow the ladies to kind of chime in and start doing what they do, like sweeping through the city. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, honey. Great job. Hey, babe. Thank you. Good morning, Raven. Good morning, Good morning. Raven. This is Jr. Hey, man, you uh, you rocked that thing. You had me over here laughing, and uh, some of the some of the things you said, I really uh, identified with. I really liked. Uh, how you touched on some of the things that we hold on to in society as far as the thought of fake it till you make it, and that's like lying till you're dying. And uh, so many things you said, man, really uh, resonated with me. Um, and you did, a, man, you, you, you rocked it this morning. So, so thank you for the declaration. You did an excellent job. Thank you, JR. Any other gentlemen we got want to share or just say good morning? You don't even have to say anything other than good morning if that's, if that's your dig. If not, we're going to open the call up to everybody. Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Kendall, you did an excellent job. That whole declaration was fire. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. This is Wanda. Thank you for your declaration. Um, it was beautiful. Thank you so much. Good morning, Raven. This has been that beautiful declaration. Thank you so much. And bless everybody on the call. Amen. Have a great day. Good morning. It's Kai and Kim. Thank you for your declaration. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. This is Mary. That was really, really eye-opening. So thank you. God bless you. Good morning, Mary. Thank you so much. Good morning. It's Jubilant. That was an awesome decoration. Um, when you get a chance, I need to get those three questions. Okay, absolutely. I will repeat them. Um, it's, I'll, I'll give you a couple seconds and I'll repeat them. Um, right now so the first question is what are you rooted in and the, that's what are you rooted in the second question is what are your roots attached to 
um, and that is what, it, what, what are you attached to? Um, be it, it could be positive, negative, both, um, because this is an opportunity of self-reflection. Um, and the last one is what in your life do you need to uproot? What needs to be removed? Um, out of what are you rooted in? What are, you what are your roots attached to? What out of those do you need to uproot? Yeah. Anybody else want to share? Good morning, Raven. It's Kashanda. Great Thank declaration. You. God bless you. Thank you so much. Full force meal. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning. This is Ashley. That was so amazing. Thank you so much for blessing us today. Good morning, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Raven. Thank you for your share. It was definitely awesome. My name is Lucille, and I appreciate the share and just hearing the, about the roots. It's very important. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. God bless you as well. Good morning, Raven. This is Sister Alicia. And, um, this is my first time hearing you. And, you know, um, what a pleasant treat. You know, you talked about that fake it till you make it. I've never liked that statement either. I like faith it till you make it. You know, that's I'm going to have to believe God until I make it because that fake stuff don't work. And them fake purses is no good because they tear up so easily as soon as you put all your stuff in, the, the, the strap breaks. So I can't really do a fake purse. But I love what you talked about because what I got from what you shared was boundaries you know, boundaries. And, you know, sometimes when you're a kind person, a giving person, people want to come and try to, um, you know, latch on and try to uh, mm -hmm. suck you dry. And, you know, that doesn't work either. So many takers out there, you know, Absolutely. and I just appreciate, yeah, I just appreciate what you talked about at that root. You're right. That root, if a root is bad, a lot of, we got a chance to see in this storm, how many roots was really bad like all That's these trees good. in the field. Yeah. You know, and so when the pandemic hit and when, you know, trouble hit, if your root is rot, you gonna fall. Mm -hmm. You know, so you gotta I gotta stay rooted and grounded in, in the Lord. That's the only way I'm gonna make it. So thank you so much and you have a blessed and a beautiful day, everybody. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for your response. Anybody else wanna share? Good morning. Anybody else want to chime in? Anybody else want to share? Morning, it's Rochelle, girl, off the chain. Oh, my God, off the chain. Got people over here thumping their head, like, really, really? Um, <laughs> and, and just, like, so much. You you said so much, but I'm going to um, chime in on the piece um, about the fake it till you make it. And that's just, for me, is is moving into agreeing with lies and not mm -hmm. proclaiming the truth. And um, yeah. m my theory for myself is that I believe that God has everything for me that is true, that is real, mm -hmm. um, and that walking toward it is walking and proclaiming in it. So why would I continue to come into agreement with something that's not real? Um, yeah. You know, and then just cutting out the agreement with the lies, you know, it's not mm -hmm. just the purses, but it's yep. just, you know, a lot of other stuff too. You know, somebody can say something, but yep, that's right. That's right. Neither have you researched it. Have you experienced mm -hmm. it? 
any of that stuff. So watch out and being so quick to say yep or I agree or nodding, even nodding your yep. head. Um, Absolutely. We just have to be conscious about that because this is the time where things are, it has always been, but more so than ever, we can see that things are attaching to us and, and like leeches and can't shake them off. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have to keep saying um, the things of God and the promises and the things that are sure over us, that we are more than conquerors, that he is the sustainer, that he will cover and keep us and build us up, that we don't have to, you know, live in a weak state, that we can cast those things to him, that we can cast down every imagination. We give everything to him because it all belongs to him anyway. So yep. thank you for your declaration. Girl, off the hook as usual. I tell you, I tell you. Great teacher. Thank you so much. Um, hey, Ray. I wanna, oh, hey, who that is? Go, go ahead. It's, it's not you, Didi. I can go after what you just said. Okay. So I was just going to say that, um, so in, in the verses were Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. In the eighth verse, I mean, this is ESV version, it says, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. And that really, really stuck out to me because a lot of times we get in these dead seasons. I won't even say dead seasons. We'll get in seasons where we feel like nothing's shaking, nothing's moving. You know, it's like we're just kind of stuck. And we get anxious. And we start to get antsy and we because we don't know what the outcome is. We don't know what – we don't know – how we're possibly at some point going to sustain or how we're going to get through this kind of stale space. And so the Bible says that this tree does not cease to bear fruit. So no matter the drought, it's still producing fruit. While other things around are not producing anything, this tree is still producing fruit. And, it, and the Bible tells us, be not anxious for anything, right? And so if this tree that, that, that the Bible speaks of, obviously this is metaphorical. This is metaphorical for what God expects of us. But if this tree's leaves remain green through a drought, which is unheard of, and if it does not stop bearing fruit, which means it does not stop producing fruit, fruit still are in production throughout every season of this tree's life, and it has no sign of anxiety or depression, then we can come through those same spaces of, of wilderness, so to speak. You know, when everything around us is going wrong, we remain the, on the firm foundation. We remain planted by um, the water like the tree. And so that was just something that, that just kind of like really just was like, dang. And it was really only because the roots of the tree are connected to that stream, period. It's the roots. It has nothing to do with the seed. The seed is important, right? The planting of that seed was important, but it's the roots that hold on, right? Because once you plant something, and once you plant the seed, it literally does not, it has the potential to not grow. And if it grows, if it's not held on to something with a root, then it literally can die because that is where the nutrients flow. So that's all I wanted to say. Go ahead, Auntie Didi. Girl, I'm over here hollering. I'm like JR. I'm trying to be quiet because I'm cleaning the school and some of the babies are coming in. You're so funny. I love you. What is your root connected to? So you didn't have me. Because my mama does Ancestry.com, so that's a whole nother talk about them roots. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. and my daughter is a hair specialist because she corrects me. She's a millennial. Mm -hmm. And she talks okay. about that long hair. When you said it, you're trying to hold mm -hmm. on to your hair that's not touching your neck. Cut that. Clip them in. It's like yeah. you got to clip some stuff. Right? You do. I, I've been a greeter at my church, man, since 96. It's so long. I'm so old. And that's fake it till you make it. 
it cracks me up because don't come in with a Gucci bag spelled with a C. That just just wait and see if you can <laughs> afford one. Wait till you can afford one. And then when you on the front door as a greeter, I tell you, you see all kind of stuff. Your discernment just goes up. So when you come in as super saint, blessed and highly favored, but then you got kids. Because one thing about kids, kids love to tell your business. You. Mm-hmm. And they're going to tell you, like you said, mm-hmm. oh, who is that? They don't even know who you are in the sanctuary because in the car, you didn't cuss them out. You didn't did all kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Then you're at church judging people for going to brunch, having mimosas, yep. and you got a whole bottle of Alizé in your <laughs> nightstand. Come on. Quit being Wait, And Alizé of everything. Alizé. Alizé, the blue one. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I thank God for you, Raven, for real, because, like, you teach that thing in a way where we can all get it. It's like watching a movie and getting the Bible and getting us together. So, like you said, don't fake it till you make it. Just walk in faith and trust God and then know what you're attached to. Because some things, mm-hmm. some soul ties need to be cut, severed. Hear you. Hear I love you. you. Thank you. i got to get back love to the Love you, too. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else want to share? The door is open. Hello, hello. Good morning, Raven. This is Moxie. You got to excuse me, honey, let me pull up over because I was not about to let you get off before I had something to say. Hold on. <laughs> you feel me? Sister, you are so amazing. Not only did you have me laughing, you also just, it was so much correction and, and guidance to it. You know, you are such a blessing. But of course, you know, everybody that, that fake it till you make it, of course, is sticking with a lot of us. And I got to mm-hmm. I gotta say it's sticking with me too, even though that, that stale hair had me rolling. But um, <laughs> until you make it, let me tell you something. That's all you're doing is pit, you, you, you're putting on faces. Why the yeah. uh, spirit was just showing, you know, some people such as me was faking it. So they was faking it for so long that it was a part of, like, getting on um, um, coping. And, and getting, because that's mm-hmm. all, you know, you, you, you learn how to do. Especially you learn how to fake it with, even with your mother. You know, like mm. from, from a childhood, I was just thinking about that. I mean, my sister was talking about that. When your parents don't allow you to be you, you know, and, mm. and you learn how to fake it because you want to please them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was, mm-hmm. You just had me just thinking about that, unplucking, allowing the Holy Spirit to unpluck it, uproot it. Because it's not just, you know, from when I thought about when I was in a program and I used to say that phrase. Like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to fake this until I make it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. no. You know what I'm saying? God, God is so good of what he is doing in our lives. And I'm so, oh, God, thank you for the uprooting and uprooting that he's doing and allow and revealing because he revealed it was way back, Mona. You mean you was doing that way back when you was like, since you was a kid. Like, yeah. to God be praised because he knew and he wanted all out. God is good. Oh, he is so good. Thank you, sister, for that amazing, amazing declaration and guidance. And, and it was just so much fuel in there. It was, girl, you got good fuel. You got good fuel. God be praised. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for your response. Um, I want to say that healthy roots require authenticity. Um, a lot of times, this is really just tagging on to what everybody has said. Um, when you're authentic, then your roots are healthy then you don't have to worry about the whole faking it till you make it. Like somebody said earlier, face it till you make it. Just stand right in front of it with your feet planted. You ain't got a, you ain't got a front, right? Ain't no future in your front. It really ain't. Um, and so if you realize that, you know, something's not right, 
just pull it up, uproot it, right? Get rid of it and reestablish a firm foundation um, where it needs to be, which is in Christ. And God will give you the guidance um, on and the parameters and the boundaries that you need to set around your quote-unquote tree around you um, so that you understand um, how different you are. There's a, we, we, we can look out and see that there's lots of trees. But every now and then you'll look, especially I live in the country. Um, well, I don't live in the country, but I live in North Carolina. I live in the South. And so there are times where we're driving down these long greenways, um, little side roads with two lanes, and you can look out and see one tree by itself just chilling, ain't worried, ain't bothered, and just green as ever. It's not broken down. It's not um, unhealthy. It's just it's minding its own business. And sometimes that's what it takes to remain healthy. It requires that tree or it requires you as the tree to be authentically who you are and be confident and comfortable to stand by yourself so you're not engaged in fake behavior and, you know, pretending to be cool with people you're not cool with, pretending to like somebody that you don't like. You know, just keep it real. If I don't – if you don't like them, you don't like them. Fine. You have a right to not like people. You don't have a right to not love them, but you do have a right to identify that you don't like somebody, but you don't wallow in it. But whatever your truth is, stand in that authenticity because that's what's healthy. And that is what people will honor and respect you for is for keeping it a buck, keeping it a hundred. Like nobody wants people who are wrapped around fake roots because at some point you will be revealed and then you're going to be called a fraud, a fake, and a phony. <laughs> Anybody else want to share? Raven, I just want to make you, my son is, I think he's 30, but he um, always called the hair on the, on your neck hang time. And I just think that's yep, so hang time, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and some folks ain't got no hang time. And you be like, okay, and you ain't even got no hang time. Or you see somebody went, oh, okay, hang time. Okay. Just dangling. But, and in result, that's what reality is. So that faking, you don't have no hang time because all that time you was hanging on to that fake stuff, you don't have no real stuff when it's time to pull from it. See, that that, that whole part. Period. Period. Look, trying to gain. That's it. Anybody else want to share? Anybody else want to share? Hello. I'm sorry, I'm back. I just oh, thought about something else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Excuse me, girl, you just lit me up. But on the real, God, I just thought about um, the seed of, of, of also you guys of dealing with it. Like when you have to deal with those relationships, like let me just slow down, Mona. Okay, let me just give you all a little quick. My daughter had, we had a conversation um, about relationships, right? And mm -hmm. she had said to me, Mama, it's your fault because of these unhealthy relationships that they um, attract me, that they, you know, was they, they witnessed me in, right? So, mm -hmm. of course, I, I was just sharing this with Gloria them, um, them yesterday. It was just like, um, in that moment, it hurted me. But mm -hmm. I saw that that's the seed I planted in them. That's what mm -hmm. they learned from me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what, that, yeah. that was watered, that was, you know, all that, when, when it was just revealed in such a way like that to me, I said, okay, you know, instead of uh, running from it, I engaged in the conversation and made sure I engaged in love and allowed her to say what she had to say. And then just mm -hmm. when she got done talking a little, you know, when she was like, yeah, mommy, it's your fault. 
you know, or whatnot. I and she was, you know, brought up my relationship, and I looked. I said, "You're right." I said, "But let me tell you something. I'm sorry. I did the best I could, you know, with 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 what what I see now was what I was rooted in. I was unhealthy, so that's what I was, you know, of course attracting. So, um, you know, explaining that to her, I was just saying, but you, I want you to understand that my foundation, my identity of who I am, is is different on today." You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, I'm not bound mm-hmm. by that. So I was trying to get, I was uh, explaining it to her and wanted her to understand that's what I want for you. I want you and your relationship, your personal relationship with God, with the Father, so he can share that in you. You know, and I'm, I, I know God. I know he, he definitely is, um, is going, his good work to, is going to let her receive that. But in that right there, after we got done with that conversation, I realized, don't run for none of it, Mona. You you did do all that. You was in unhealthy relationships. You did mm-hmm. um 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 was um was in addiction real bad. You get what I'm saying? You did smoke crack while you was pregnant. You did do all that stuff. So if you do come up, it's okay. It's okay. I am grounded in my foundation and who I am. So if I don't allow myself to waver out of that it is okay for me to step in it in love and have these conversations where and this action to forgive me just yeah. forgive me i love you you know and and that's it I'm, I'm just so grateful right now y'all for the seeds that is being unplucked and it's, it's been planted and that uncorruptible seed that is in us god is good yeah yeah oh god Oh, Ray, you don't let I'm so sorry, y'all. I got to get involved, baby. I know what she's like. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting in the car, and she's sitting in the house. Glory be to God. Let me hear it. God, thank you. I love you, God. Yes, thank you so much. So, you know what? That that caused me to reflect a little bit deeper and um, understanding that healthy roots, they said they require authenticity, but healthy roots also require accountability. Um, and so, no matter what poor example that we've been in the past, we have a responsibility to be accountable to the decisions that we've made in the past. It could have been a decision yesterday. Yesterday's still the past. If I have no intention on repeating that, that error, then I have to face it and I have to be accountable to it and not change it, right? Anything that you're still doing is not the past. Let that be very clear. We all know that. So in order to, um, in order to perpetuate good behavior in order to for, for us to um to gain um ec- access to healthy roots it requires authenticity and it requires accountability we got to be accountable to ourselves we got to be accountable to god and those we claim we love that we have our decisions have affected and so thank you for being you know transparent in your um share about you know your relationship with your daughter and how that has affected her relationship choices i too understand what that's like um in some capacity um, I didn't always witness my parents making good relationship decisions, but I made a decision that that is not um, what I wanted to continue um, a lineage of. I wanted to show uh, my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren what it's like to stick it out, right? My husband and I have been married. We'll be married 10 years this year. Um, and so my dad, he's been married a couple times, and so is my mom. And so I made a decision that, look, I'm not doing that, right? I'm going to be um, I'm going to be authentic and say, I know where, where I have to work on my own self, but in order for me to have healthy roots, I'm going to be accountable to 
um, myself to God and to people around me. And so what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to intentionally uh, grab a hold of God so that he can guide me and he can direct my roots because he's in charge of the roots at the end of the day, right? But it's sometimes we have to pull them up. He requires us to pull them up so that we can see where we went wrong. You can't see where you went wrong if you don't identify what the problem is. You got to be first, you got to identify what the issue is. And if it's anything good, I would like that to be perpetuated. I want that to go down in my lineage. I want my children to repeat those um, those decisions or, or similar decisions that I made. I can teach them, hey, I made this good decision, and here's the proof. Look at my fruit hanging from my tree, right? But my poor decisions don't result in fruit hanging from my tree. If, if, the, if the fruit grows on the tree, it's going to be rotten, right? Um, and it may be just, um, what do you call it? It may be, uh, it ain't going to look good, okay? It's going to be ugly. Um, and that's not what we want. We want um, we want things to go well and we want things to be well. But the only way that we can have good success is that we put our faith, hope, and trust in God. And we remain planted and rooted like the tree by the river of water. That stream is our lifeline, no matter where we go and how we go. So if you don't grow, you got to go. Anybody else want to share? We're our right. shortly. Yes. Yeah, this is Jeannie. Uh That Mona girl, I'm going to get you. Now I'm in the, um, the director's office. Hi, no, I'm not high. They can see me. But uh, that what you're rooted in, <laughs> I'm only laughing because, like, I didn't witness a lot of stuff. My mom was a single mother, but um, there's three of us. My brother and my sister, I'm the youngest. Those two are nice, right, supposedly. They're the nice ones. And so when you were talking about um, liking people, we are commanded to love. But I, I'm 15 months younger than my brother. And he calls me Debo because he says I'm a I'm mean and I don't mm-hmm. and I'll fight. But he's the one who taught me how to fight, right? So I, up until then, he was training me how to be a boy. And so I'm just saying with the relationship part of it and cutting soul ties and knowing when you can, you know, sometimes you have to be around people that you love but you don't necessarily like. And when you just said it, you're not you're not commanded to because people don't always get along. So that just made me feel like, wow, my youngest daughter the other day, she said, Mom, you're so un. What did she say the word was? Like, I don't socialize. I don't even like going to the stores anymore. I don't know. Maybe sometimes I'm going through at 55. But when you said that and then Mona said, when, yeah, when your kids will call you on the carpet, you have to have those conversations. So I, I thank Dion for when she's been showing DeMarie, she's asking him some, some questions and he has to say. That's one thing that I've been doing with my three grown kids, telling me about mm-hmm. me so that I'm not, like you said, my, my mother has been married twice. My dad was married. I don't know. I'm kind of talking mm-hmm. the sword. But to not, mm-hmm. to, to not to, to like repeat some things that, that are generational. Because I know the roots that I have more so it skip my mom and I get them from my grandmother because I'm just like my mother's mother. So mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, all, all, everything. So I'm just grateful for your share this morning because it's given me some more. I've been in my study time and in my notes and um, I took a spiritual warfare class. And so all this month has been reminding me of the notes that we took in that class. It was amazing. So I just thank you for that. And just being mindful that you heal when you're authentic and you heal when you really deal with what that is, what that root is. But if you don't go dig it up and see it, you're going to keep putting dirt on it. It's going to keep growing dirty. It's not going to be healed stuff. You're going to be walking wounded and nothing's going to heal. You're going to be preaching, singing, all of that, but you're going to be wounded because those roots are, they need to be dug up. So I love you. Going on mute. I love you, too. Thank you so much. Anybody else want to share? Yeah, yeah, I want to share. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) 
Tanya, not Tanya. I wanted to ask Didi, who is Alice A? Is her name Alice Alexander? I'm messing with you. Um, you know what? Don't but, start. You know we related. <laughs> Seriously though. Great. Oh wait, let me turn my little. I'm um, sorry. I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, you trying to get up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot it was on. Didi told me off. Listen, great declaration. I did not real so so Raven comes from a long root of great teachers and people who love God. I happen to know those people. But one of the things that I'm thinking about, <laughs> I know know them too well. Jr., if you're still on the call, I know you know who Raven is. Raven is uh, my my dad's. Uh, she's my niece. You've seen her. You've seen her and her little kids and stuff. You've seen her before. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. But um, root rot. I didn't realize. It would, I know it's a thing because I plant, you know, I my mom mm-hmm. taught me how to um, plant um, house plants. My dad mm-hmm. is a gardener, so my dad talks about being a, um, and that's Raven's grandfather, talks about being a country boy, an ex-country boy, and I'm looking at mm-hmm. his garden right now. Like, he, it doesn't matter. He, he Like, he prunes things. He cuts things mm-hmm. back. He, he, um, he will stabilize trees that you know, maybe, maybe, um, that I don't see any exposed roots, but like he has things in the garden. I don't know what you call it right now. It looks pretty, um, looks pretty bare, um, because, um, it's the winter time. And so the plant, you know, he knows when to plant his roses and all that other kind of stuff. Right. So, so, and so, but what I thought about with the root, I remember sometimes having plants. I'm looking at one of my plants, my mom's plants right now. Um, this plant downstairs, Raven, it is, mm-hmm. um, so a couple of the roots are exposed. Um, and I mm-hmm. see the yellowing of some, I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. um, it, the, 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 the leaves aren't mushy. But I remember having um, plants where the, the roots were a little mushy, not the roots, but the, the leaf was a little mushy. It's like, what? So you, mm-hmm. you know, pull them off or whatever. Um, I didn't realize, though, that that was a thing. But this is what I thought about, I think, when Sister Alicia was talking about, she made a comment. I thought about those roots. And um, she was talking about the rain, how that so many trees were exposed mm-hmm. and, you know, they fell over. Guys, I want you to think about this in our personal lives, using what we saw in nature as a metaphor to what happens in our lives. Sometimes when things fall in our lives, it causes major damage. I mean, and all your roots are exposed. All, Mm -hmm. everybody can see all your business because of the fall. Right, you take that how it is. Take you take it how you how you receive it. Right, um, and then but there are times when the tree a tree doesn't fall. And I'm talking. Listen, they I'm not talking about new trees. They fall too. They can fall easily. But these old trees, listen, listen, these old trees that's been around. I've been in I've been in the way for a long time, honey. You can't mm-hmm. tell me nothing. Fall, mm-hmm. root, root exposed. It's nasty and it's ugly and it looks like a mess, right? But then when roots are exposed, the tree doesn't fall. Um, sometimes, I'm sure some of you can identify with what I'm going to say. You can be walking down the street and there, especially here in San Francisco, um, walking out and the cement is coming up on the sidewalk. It's because the roots underground are pushing it up and sometimes you'll see the exposed roots and if you're not careful you can trip and fall over exposed roots we have to make sure that we're careful not to trip and fall over exposed roots 
I hope you're following what I'm saying. But if you're not, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on our bishops and our apostles and our prophets and our whatever, right? We've all these titles. These people are human. And given the right set of circumstances, we are all subject to blow it. That's not my opinion. That's the word. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory. I'm not saying you shouldn't respect these people who have the titles and stuff like that. I'm not saying that at all. And not all of them are, you know, um, shady. Some of them, many of the leaders are godly. Um, they're teaching us. We're growing. But it's some of them that are suspect. And, and we still running around, we or whoever, still running around, giving them all this credence and stuff like that. You got to be, you want to, you don't want to be, you want to be careful, excuse me, that if one of them happens to make a mistake and their roots are exposed or they happen to fall, that you don't fall too and that you don't then start to judge them. We then pray for them, right? That's what we're supposed to do. And we love them back to wholeness. Um, I loved the um I loved what Sister Alicia also said about faith it F A I T H yes. until you make it. And so part of the faithing it is the action, you guys, that we take. You can't just believe God for something and sit on your couch and expect that He's gonna open up the heavens, open up your roof yes. and drop down the blessing. There are pl- we 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 have to do some planning on our part. There there are things we have to do. That the, the, so the things that we do, so like if you want to move into a house, God is not going to look go house hunting for you. He He's he not. And so maybe, maybe no, He's not going to save your money. <laughs> he's not going to repair your credit. He's not even going to pack for you. Those things that we can do in the natural. Uh, you want to be married? Listen, get rid of that stale hair because that brother can see it, <laughs> right? One, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fix yourself up. You know. I had never heard that term before, but, you know, and, and don't let the people trick you into thinking that it's a sin to cut your hair. Cut them dead ends. It's dead. Cut that stuff you off. You're not going to go to hell. But cut, right, you're not going to, right, it, 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 because all it's going to do, it's not attractive, and, you know, or whatever the case may be. All I'm saying, it was a little comical, but all I'm saying is there are things that we we are supposed to do in the natural, so which is part of the positioning so that we can receive what God has for us. Here's the last thing. Um, I heard my nephew um, um, comment, you uh, uh, say good morning, and, and my heart leapt, my heart smiled. Um, I want to say that Raven and Tian have done an amazing job in staying married. Mm-hmm. Married is a commitment, y'all. Marriage is a commi- It's a decision. It ain't about feelings. And I've watched this young couple. I've watched them go through some heavy stuff. And seeing them now on the other side of that just does my heart happy. Okay, I, I saw, gave another declaration. I didn't mean to, but I enjoyed you, Nisi Poo. Thank you. I love you. Anybody else want to share? We're about to shut it down in a few minutes. I'll let a couple of Love you, Tanya. Love you more. Anybody else? Going once. Oh, Raven, Raven. (laughs) before you get to three, um, I want to hit on something that Tanya said when she said, you know, don't hold it against um, the leaders and don't put Mm -hmm. others' conviction on the leaders that you know that are living a godly life, that are walking, that are up praying for you. That's that 
conviction is not for everyone. If you lift those leaders up that you know that steward well over your life, that shepherd well over you, you continue to lift them up and then you pray for the ones that have fallen short. It's for them mm-hmm. to give back in God's ark of safety and grace. So yeah, I just wanted to add to that. Don't take away for the ones that are that are you know, you can see them study walking upright. There's some things that they're dealing with too behind the scenes, but sometimes it's not exposed. But at the same time, we're all human and we all are striving um, to be perfect in God's sight or being the best that we can, you know, for what God has called us to be. Um, That's it. That's good. And that just leads me to say this final thing that it's important as we grow um, and as we build and as we just, you know, go on in life that we remember that our healthy roots require authenticity and they require accountability, but they also require responsibility. Um, We cannot blame people for our behavior and the roots that we bear. Um, We can hold them accountable for their contribution, but it's not their fault why we decide what we decide. My choices are my choices, okay? What I decide is what I decide because I have a choice to do what you did or do something different. I've watched you fail. So it's up to me if I'm going to fail too or if I'm going to choose another route. Um, so we have to take accountability, responsibility, and we have to accept authenticity and we have to be authentic. And so in order, any success we want in life, let's consider those things. And finally, the last, the three questions that we placed on the table were what are you rooted in? What are your roots attached to? And finally, what in your life do you need to uproot? Be it people, things, situations, experiences that you will not let go of, trauma, trauma bonding, whatever. We love to throw that word trauma around so well. Um, And even just if you are one of those people that like to um, connect with people that um, tend to be what we like to throw around so much, um, what's the word that they say all the time now? Uh, Narcissistic. Yeah, ooh, narcissist. That's such a heavy word these days. So popular. Um, you know, stop connecting the narcissist and evaluate. Are you the narcissist? If you calling everybody a narcissist, something wrong. So love you guys. It's been a great morning. And I will see y'all tomorrow. I'm up next tomorrow as well. And we are gonna kinda connect this with um with planting and we're gonna talk about what are you planting, what are you sowing, right? You gotta grow what you sow. So we want to be responsible with what we sow so that we can grow. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow. I'll see you all tomorrow. If I don't see you tomorrow, I'll hear you tomorrow. And if I don't hear you tomorrow, then I'll see you next week or next month. All right. Drop your mic, girl. Drop your mic. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-